スロスドーンしろはい。In the, in the background, so better music, I think. That's not going to annoy people as much as the whatever that was, Slash or, or Buckethead or whatever it、There's、was. Buckethead with his,、oh. uh, his jowls. Yeah, Buckethead, yeah, jowls. Save me the slum. <laughs> <laughs> well, well、uh, um, I caught something this week and it wasn't a baseball. It wasn't, uh, uh, my kids gave me something this week and it wasn't a present. Uh, well, you could, I guess you could call it a present.、Uh, anyway, <laughs> and、uh, it sucks. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's the gift that keeps、round. on giving across the world for the last couple years. But anyway,、um, it's COVID 19. <laughs> it's not that bad. It hasn't been that bad, but I, I, I admit, you know, it's, it's different for everybody. So, at least for me, you know, I'm glad, I'm thankful to say that it hasn't been that bad. But really, just, you know, rem- remote access work sucks. That's, that's the thing I hate about it the most. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. But if you notice, I also have gotten a gift as well.、Uh, what's that? Oh, your shirt? No. Wait, no. I mean, well, my shirt's good, but the, this. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right.、New、you、microphone. got.、Uh, we're, we're,、uh, we're twins, right? Microphone kind、twins. of. Microphone I mean, it buddies. Should, as it should have been. As、yeah. we have the same microphone now, so we can. You sound great. I can move away from the mic. Thank you.、I'm、yeah, move, away, move away from the mic like a foot or something like that. Like, like and、right、keep、here. talking. Yeah, we can hear、like、you、right、perfect. Yeah. That? Okay, that's good.、I'm、yeah, that's great. We can hear you perfect. Yeah, and that's perfect, awesome. It's perfect. I just want to make sure my voice is nice and non echoey. That's a radio non- professional now.、Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, I had the. the that was a good mic, that's sure. Oh, it is. I actually have one too. And if I, if I ever, like,、um, well, I don't really play、uh, music live much anymore. But if I did,、yeah. that's what I'd be using for sure, you know? You can sweat on that thing.、Oh, gotcha. You can、uh, use it as a hammer on the stage. You know, if you have to like hammer in a nail or something, you could do anything with that mic.、Fire. Yeah, you could mic an amp with it. You could, you could mic a vibraphone with it. You could do anything with the Shure 58.、Uh, you just can't go, get away from your mic and try to, you know, <laughs> try to get、uh, something、yeah. down on the ground and talk. You can't and, really talk very well. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway, what's that?、Uh, yeah. I, I, I have the,、uh, I didn't mean to keep the、uh, thing open, but.、Uh, Yeah,、page. everything again, like starting the show was kind of like down to the minute. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there we go. So, what's、But、up hey, with you、I、this actually, week? I actually went to a record fair last weekend. Nice. It's pretty good. Tell me about、uh, it. There's a lot of. So, I was looking mostly for Led Zeppelin, and oh my god, there's so many chewed up like Led Zeppelin records. It was insane. Like, and they want like 25 to like 40 bucks for like these chewed up records. It's like. Really? It's like, it looks like they like put it through, like, put it through like, a, 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 like a bike path and like people ran over it and hit it with a, hit it like with a with like razor blade and say, it looked horrible. I don't know how they get so bad. Were these like some like, kind of frisbees? But you said they were charging like ridiculous prices for them still? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. The, the, the record stuff is crazy. It's like, it's, I think it's mostly because like there's no like, Really good analog pressings of those. If you want analog pressings, you have to get the old stuff. Right. 
yeah. and like everything was just like all messed up. So I got a cop. I got a. I got a. I thought what I thought was a good cop version of House of the Holy. Yeah. It's like Robert Ludwig press, but mm-hmm. like it was all chewed up and like it skipped and like the first half of it was just skipping, skipping, skipping. And yeah. The thing is that I have a like a very good tracking t- needle, so I was a bit uh, mm. bit miffed about that. But yeah. uh, I did get something really good. I got oh well, my record's broke now. I got a copy of Miles Davis's kind of blue, nice. an original. That was on, a joke uh, about breaking your record, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. This this is really that's uh the first pressing of Miles Davis's kind of blue and mono. Like this is the original thing from this like the the fifties. Like it's all. Mm-hmm nice and old and vintage and you smell it's like it's like i have that same record it smells old we're, we're record yeah, twins too I, I have that one and i have uh i have another yeah. one uh another one of this his and i forget the... yeah sorry we're saying no i'm that one's epic though that's like one of the one of the best ones yeah, this one's interesting because it has a misprint. They spelled Cannonball Adderley's name wrong on this. It's like oh, really? Adderley. Hmm. And like they got the track listing mixed up because it's a sketch. It's like a, it's all blue supposed to go come before Flamingo from Lingo sketches. Hmm. But it is reversed on the record. So like if you have the, the record here, I'll pull it out. Okay, it's, I'm gonna uh, check mine. I'm gonna check mine when we get done here, and I'm gonna see if I have the same yeah, print. Yeah, yeah, because this one's all blue, then flamenco sketches on the. Oh, interesting. The itself, but, but this one is uh, it's a, it's in a bit rough shape. I, I would say it's like probably very good or a good plus. There's a lot of uh, a lot of scratches and stuff on it, but it did, it does sound really good for what it uh, what it is. Like the the first side actually looks pretty decent, like all the grooves and stuff. So it sounds really really good. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it sounds like. It's it's kind of weird. I tried comparing it to the my other mono uh, mono copy. The, the, because the thing about this record is that the mon- the original mono tapes from Kind of Blue yeah. got lost like years ago. So all the mono copies that get reprinted that are analog are all full down. So that means they took the stereo record and and tried to um, try to recreate the mono version using those two records. So they just fold it down to make it mono, but Essentially, the way that it was recorded, anyways, is that it was recorded. They recorded the same sessions on both a. Uh, put that down. It was recorded on both a. Uh, What's it called? Uh, both a mono and a stereo recording head. Mm-hmm. So it recorded the exact same sessions, except one's mono, one's stereo, with different microphones placed. But it's uh, so essentially, you could argue that the stereo version of that is is mono and vice versa but uh hmm. yeah that sounds really good i really like it for some reason it sounds it sounds different for some reason compared to my original mono i don't know what's different about it i have to look into it but i think uh it's an amazing album and uh on top of that actually the record fair i actually bought a probably the most expensive record i ever bought in my life that actually is new what's that uh it's i bought a copy of portrait of jazz from a record company called erc electric recording company for mm. about 595 dollars i think like the it this was is a 500 dollar record. record or five this or, is a, a new 500 record for uh for portraits of jazz and that's, really? it's a mono copy of that wow yeah it's it's by this like really prestige record company they only pressed about 300 uh, records of it mm-hmm 
300 copies of it. It's uh, the it's it's in mono with uh, the original uh, Autumn Leaves, which is originally that's the only mono track that wasn't lost because it's also a full down of the stereo to mono. I got you. But uh, so but yeah, like let I me said, stop you right there because you you've I know you're a huge fan of certain recordings in mono. So you're talking about you're basically talking about where they actually recorded it in mono in the studio. And so you're trying to get a you're trying to get a vinyl copy that 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 retains that original recording from the studio, or was it stereo in the studio and then mixed down to mono? Uh, and in terms of the portraits of jazz or the uh, the the Miles Davis one? No, well, you I guess I was referring to like older Beatles stuff that you've referred to before as being like you have to have a oh. certain thing in mono. Uh, so yeah, take portraits it's of jazz different. for example. Were those recordings done in mono in the studio? Um, I believe I believe that one it's that the thing is that it depends on how the record is done right. Ports of Jazz I believe that it was it, it had a dedicated mono mix but it uh -huh. was but uh, unfortunately that they lost the tape stat and the only surviving recording of that is Autumn Leaves that has a mono version the other ones uh, I believe are all are, are well, lost recorded in, in mono but okay so what's the benefit then of getting a, a mono pressing of a bunch of recordings that were originally stereo uh, some people, uh, some people, the thing is with that one, I kind of agree that's kind of a weird thing to get. But mm -hmm. I think in that one, it actually comes with the autumn leaves that's in mono that mm -hmm. they used for that take. Yeah. So it's sort of the best simulation, and it uses the original stereo analog tape, so it's the best sort of mix down for for mono you can get, and the, be the second best thing. Zeno unless says, you do a needle uh, drop. The second sound is Cheryl, your classic jazz podcast. <laughs> I yeah, love it. But, um,. But yeah, uh, in terms of the Beatles, though, some of those mono mixes are mono specifically because, like, right. with all with the kind of blue, those all recorded live. So it's literally just two microphones. I got you. Recording it live as the yeah. go as the go to in different tape recordings. Mm -hmm. So it's it's interesting, and there's actually issues with the stereo version of that that record because the stereo head that they recorded on mm -hmm. was going a bit too fast. So the original stereo of kind of blue is actually a tad sharper than. The original mono of that, hmm. but they fixed that in subsequent uh, and subsequent re-recording and subsequent releases with the analog tapes. Mm -hmm. They did fix that. So, yeah, I'm impressed. You're yeah, you're a bigger music nerd than I am <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to some of this. Uh, yeah, when it comes to some of this, really like uh, you get you get really deep. Uh, I, I'll admit I have not like I said I'm just getting back into vinyl stuff um, and I do I have to check uh, I have to check my copy now of kind of blue and see if it's the same kind of misprinting or if it was a different issue um, but but yeah like um, most of the a lot of the older records that I got were from my dad when he decided that he was gonna get he was gonna throw away his entire vinyl collection you know yeah. and he was like oh I don't need it anymore I just do CDs you know and mp3 and stuff and I was like okay I'm gonna take a bunch of this stuff and now I regret that I I actually did didn't take all of it I took like the things that at the time made sense to me now I wish I had taken it taken it all but then again I'd have been storing it all this all this time but uh but yeah so anyway no, I get that yeah my grandfather my grandfather when he passed away he had a bunch of vinyl stuff mm -hmm. with jazz but I wasn't into jazz at the time so mm -hmm. honestly <clears throat> I don't know like because I basically said yeah just give it to goodwill or whatever but the thing is I didn't know if it was like if it was rare or not, or because I didn't know any jazz musicians, but looking through there, I, I imagine back then I would know like a Miles Davis or a uh, a John Coltrane. So I don't think he had any of that. I think it was a lot of the 
the sort of the 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 beat off the, like the pop group pop jazz groups right right he used to be a jazz singer at a club uh yeah. club years and years ago but yeah, uh, I, I don't know yeah it was kind of weird i don't know anymore though because like that was years ago it was like 17 yeah so i don't know what he had what he didn't have so for all i know i could have probably gave away some of the rarest records and classical records of all time and yeah. just gave it to goodwill and didn't take them but i mean they're to be fair they're all chewed up in a cr in cra crap quality to begin with so because mm -hmm. it was in like a, a trailer all stacked up against the wall it was all like a giant mess so i didn't uh i couldn't really tell they're probably were in great shape so mm. uh in all honesty it probably was pretty bad to begin with yeah well, um, yeah, so uh, I, yeah, I was going to say, while we're on the topic of music, um, and I don't remember who, uh, if it was, uh, I think it was Young Money Sweet who's, who's saying he wanted me to do another one of those uh, Saturn music podcasts, and I was thinking, yeah. I'd really love to hear, I would really love to hear your picks, like, you know, 20, 20 tracks that you absolutely love uh, Saturn music, mm -hmm. you know, I think that would be really rad, I think people would like to hear that, so, and you could Honestly, do like, I was thinking of, yeah, what's I up? was thinking of doing one that's, uh, the idea that I, I want to do a unique one where it's like it's like tracks on vinyl like Saturn tracks on vinyl and do music from that out that of would my be, collection that would definitely be your style you know staying true to you know because you're huge into vinyl so um, that would be that would be rad not only would I uh, listen to that but I'd probably listen to it a couple times to be honest with you yeah so I will and because the best part is I could do needle drops of it so I would just needle drop it and oh, like, nice. I would just like play it on the as in on the cast with my turntable that would be amazing if you did it if you did it live like needle drops that would be even better that would be like a like a old old school radio show that would be rad yeah, yeah you should only, do it no yeah the only caveat though is that i would uh so the thing i'd have to do is i'd have to i'd have to run to the other room because my turntable's in the other room so i would have to either a run into the run to the other room with it mm-hmm or B, I bring my preamp out here and feed it into my line in, mm -hmm. but I'd have to mix it so it's not too loud on that end because it oh, directly right. in would probably overblown with the with the preamp. So I'd have to figure it away to lower it in real time and adjust it. Yeah, that's my own caveat. But I would I would mind doing it like get a a table in here, put it like right there, get a records and like film it too. Just be like, hey, just turn table, put it on there. Feed, uh. That probably could be doable because, yeah. like, I would just put the turntable right there. I put the preamp on the table. I would feed the preamp into the the computer, mm -hmm. and then I would just run it like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, would you guys be interested in something like that? Uh one hundred percent. One absolutely. <laughs> and in fact, I now I was just thinking you would do kind of like what I did, but now that you mentioned doing it your style, I, I'm even more interested because that's just like that's absolutely like your would be your signature way of doing it and i think that would be great uh and and i really want to hear like what tracks are your favorite too and ha have you talk about them a little bit you know like what is it that you like about them who composed them that kind of stuff i think that would be rad i noticed yeah. that peter he he told me his his style tends to be a little bit more or orchestral he loves the stuff like the original panzer dragoon soundtrack he loves that kind of stuff that's uh tends to be a little bit more on the orchestral side of things. Um, me, I, I really like the the really digital chip tuny kind of uh, Saturn tracks. And then I know, um, well, with you, I know you love Castlevania, and I know you uh, really dig the Resident Evil stuff. But uh, I I don't know what else 
you guys uh, what what else you're into aside from like soccer wars and stuff you know so yeah i'd love to know yeah and it'll be kind of cool because that way i can like queue it up like put it on the turntable queue it up in my headphones and then hit the play button and mute it and just like play it live on the show yeah absolutely be down for like a hundred percent sonic uh dj session for like three hours or something i honestly that'd be kind of fun like do like a a DJ set, but I don't have like I, I don't have the ability to do it fast. It'd have to be okay. Stop the record, flip it, talk while I'm doing it, uh, put it on, hit the play button, oh, and then sit back. Huh? You get two turntables. I don't have twelve hundred dollars. I don't have like Wait, tw- two, another two turntables and a microphone. Two techniques. <laughs> yeah, Bottles and cans. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have a. I don't have I don't have that kind of money to drop on another Techniques turntable. That stuff's expensive. Those things are expensive. I actually had one, and I sold it because it wouldn't fit into my uh, like I had the whole like DJ style turntable. And it, yeah. no, I'm sorry, it was a Stanton. It was a Stanton, and it was DJ style. It had the it had like yeah. the the really like big uh, compressible like rubber feet that like made it so it wouldn't skip. And um, it was like it was amazing. But then when I moved into, you know, when I got married and we had like the entertainment center, it was like it wouldn't fit there. So I just got this like tiny little square. Uh, what is it? The the Audio Technica one. It's like this tiny little square, you know, and I love it. Uh, it's not doesn't sound as good as the Stanton, but you could get a different needle for it that would make it sound better. But yeah, it's got a built in preamp. So uh, the, the Stanton didn't have a preamp, but, you know, the preamp that I had for it made it sound really, really good. But anyway. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Sega Saturn a little bit. Uh, talk about the passion. What do you think? Also, let's I don't talk know what, what Shawn says. Beck was good. Damn it, I like Beck. Oh I, yeah, no, I like Beck. The only I reason I know about, about Beck is because it came packed in with Windows XP. Oh, oh really? Yeah, that's right. That's funny. But I did see changes for my favorite that. album of all time. So, so. Uh, what came packed with Windows 98? Because I know Windows 95 was like Eddie Brickle and uh, something else. That Eddie was Brinkle. Weezer yeah. was one of them. Weezer. Weezer and Eddie Brickle Weezer, was Windows seriously? 95. Oh, yeah, because they had Buddy Holly on there, right? The music video for yeah, that. Yeah, music video yeah. for Buddy Holly. Can't remember what Windows 98 was. It was hmm. Bono. No, I don't know. Was it 98 Degrees? <laughs> no, just kidding. I have that on a on a Pokemon soundtrack. <laughs> Weirdly enough. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was on the Pokemon the first movie soundtrack. It's in the closet over there. I just don't want to get it. I'm too lazy. All right. Um, lazy. Let's see here. Let's see. So uh Peter wrote an a- article. Peter wrote so we're gonna talk about the podcast. I don't know, maybe we should do it at the same time. Um our most recent podcast. Yeah, do we want to do the podcast first, then we talk about this article, so we can... Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, so we could just jump to that, then, nice. So, case. yeah, we recorded a podcast. And, and yes, we guys, that, and that means that this is not a podcast, this is our live show. Uh, it gets kind of uh, dicey, like, it's, some people get it's confused, but this is, this is what I would call our mainline podcast, like, what we started four or five years ago, doing four or five years ago, and then Shiro's show is basically our weekly live show, um, so... But yeah, they both they both get fed to the same Podbean, so it does. It's hard to disambiguate. But anyway, um, this was a fun one, right? You played it for the first yeah. time. That was crazy. Yeah, it was my first time playing Tomb Raider. It's uh, 
it was interesting. I was confused and I was frustrated because the controls were not responsive and it made me angry. Yeah. And it I was threw a, it was a sound controller against the wall. This game, the original at least, is a product of its time for sure. I think we all can yeah. agree on that. I didn't yeah. really expect it for what it, what it did, though. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was I, bad at it, but I enjoyed it. I, I recommend, I highly recommend, even I mean, you guys true. aren't like Tomb Raider fans, that you go listen to this podcast. Because for me, and I mean, you know, I love all these guys, uh, all my Shiro brothers. It, this was a fun podcast to listen to just because of how funny it was and how, you know, we were all joking about Tomb Raider, this and that. And and uh, it was just a fun podcast to record and a fun one to listen to. So I, I recommend you guys check it out. But yeah. Peter yeah. also talks about the nude code on there. He actually unveil, yeah. unveils it on the podcast. So he unveiled it. If you guys want the Tomb Raider nude code, nude Raider, just listen to the podcast and you can unlock it for the Saturn. Right. Yeah. His, uh, his connection was a little spotty, though, there, I would say. <laughs> yeah. But it came, it came out loud and clear for me. I was playing it the other day. So nice. So. You know, it's a you it's know, a world exclusive. I mean, if you, heard it, you heard it. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about. Oh, and you even covered uh, Lupin the Third, uh, Pyramid No Kinja, the Sage of the Pyramid game, which I yeah, have I, yet to play. Yeah. I um I'm, I I kind of had to drop out for that portion of the podcast, and it's just as well because I haven't played it yet. But I did mm-hmm. hear you guys talking about it, and it just made me want to play it more. He kind of like what. He kind of has this like funny, funny run, you know, or funny like walk where he like kicks his knees yeah. up really high <laughs> and he's like going around yeah, this he does. pyramid trying to like, uh, it, does it have like a stealth tech, a stealth kind of thing to it? Kind of where you kinda, sneak up I on guess. people? No? I, I, th- I don't know. I mean, you kind of, you can kind of sneak up on them from behind. It's not like a stealth thing, but that's not the point. Yeah, I do okay. like his walk because it's kind of like, it matches like his anime run yes. cycle. Yeah, that's what I it's noticed. Kind of, in the anime. They did a but good yeah, time. It was pretty, yeah. It was really good, though. I recommend playing that if you haven't. It's uh, I thought it was better than Tomb Raider, but that's just my opinion. I, I love Lupin the Third. It's probably my favorite, one of my favorite anime of all time next to Detective Conan. So yeah. go play that one. That's pretty fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Before you, before you drop the, the, the topic of the Tomb Raider podcast, um... I brought up the idea of having like a a technical podcast where you would like play through the game and like explain the technical aspects of how Saturn makes it all work. That might be a little bit above our heads, to be honest. <laughs> like if you could find people willing to do that or to explain that, who could? Well, if any, if you could find it in any community, we would be able to find it here. So I just wanted to mm-hmm. put that idea out there. Well, one idea okay. is, one, you know, maybe the guys from Sega Extreme could get together and do like a podcast. Uh, like several guys from the Sega Extreme community could get together and do like a, te- a really, really technical podcast like that. Because you guys would definitely be able to speak to that stuff probably more than yeah. we would. Um, but I mean, that's a good idea, yeah. you know, there's, I'm sure there's a, a bunch of people out there who would, who would be interested, but yeah, you know, um, Tomb Raider anyway, it, it was a game that really defined that generation. It was a game that, that, uh, you know, I think show, uh, it pushed 3d adventure games. It definitely, you, it's impossible to, it's impossible to imagine a game like, uh, you know, uh, what's the really big Naughty Dog one that that's escaping me right now? Uh, oh, uh, Un- Uncharted. Drake's right, right. It's it's kind of impossible to to see Uncharted being a thing like without this as a precursor, you know. 
um because it, it yeah i feel like it informs so much game design you know to come you know um in terms of like 3d platforming and, and, and adventure and stuff like that but yeah so cool game uh definitely if if you're playing it for the first time nick recommended playing the, the ps2 like anniversary edition which is probably a good idea it um those legend controls i think are quite a bit uh quite a bit uh the leg controls yeah easier to get a, and 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 they they add a bunch of stuff you know like the wall running and everything like that they it adds a lot so it makes it a little bit more like prince of persia ish you know that kind of sands right? of time kind of, yeah in a good way in a good way i no i meant no i meant like i meant like in a good good version of prince of persia because sands of, of time Garden, yeah like I'm sands of time oh no you know yeah, uh, let's I'm agree to disagree i still like prince of, i still like the og prince, I really of, persia. Like prince of persia a lot I'm yeah just yeah messing. yeah also, watch out because apparently you have notifications going off on the stream. I do, and I haven't before, so I'm not exactly sure why that's why that's happening. I just turn off the Discord stuff. It should be good. Yeah, where do I do that? Um, because it's just in the settings, and it's, it's like coming, under notifications. Is it the Windows Audio ducking thing, or I don't know why? Why is this happening now? Yeah, it's is like it, under notifications, and then you just, I just under, turn all the sounds under off. Discord. Yeah. Okay. I so believe it's, he said notifications. I don't know what he meant. Yeah. By yeah. 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 Okay. So it must have been something under Discord. Uh, let's see. Notifications. Yeah. Say enable desktop notifications. Okay. And it's like the settings. It's like a bunch of volume stuff. <laughs> Got it's it. It's like on the bottom, like the sound I see. So just turn all those off. Um. I see. Yes. Turn all of it off. Yeah. That's what I do. Okay, guys. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> right uh, on air. Oh, we see, because we're missing Pat here. Oh, that's right. I'm the notification window. You are the notification window. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Discord's kind of dumb. I, I kind of route it through, uh, like, I route it through the, that, that's the digital sound mixer thing. So that oh, way, oh, like, yeah. I put it so all the notifications for that all go through... The sound mixer. Well, I just turn off the Discord. Usually, usually if you have streamer mode enabled, it doesn't do that. I don't know why it doesn't. Yeah, do yeah, that. yeah. It's, it's never done that. It's never done that on a previous stream for me. So I don't know what I did that changed everything. But I'm um, I'm gonna have to look into that because, like I look, said, it look it up. Look it in. It's never it done. <laughs> yeah, it's never done that before. So anyway, so good. Where were we? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so we're talking about Tomb Raider. Talking about the really Tomb Raider cast, fun cast. Go listen to it. Check it out. Uh, whether you yeah. like the game or and not, yes, I think we, there's something have, to enjoy we there. Do still do podcasts, so we still do podcasts. Now. Yeah, we just uh, it's hard to stay regular with them. Uh, you know, before it was like our primary focus, and I think that was before Peter was in school. It was like we'd all just hammer out a new podcast every month, kind of consistently, and then everybody got busy COVID happened pat and i started doing the weekly stream we've been putting our eggs in a lot of different baskets and i would say that that's probably part of it but we love the mainline podcast and it's our, our really our opportunity to talk about individual games uh in in more length and kind of give them the you know give them the space that they deserve so uh yeah we're, we're not going to stop doing that it's just ho hopefully we'll ramp it up as uh you know as we're, we're able to but at the same time, Peter, he wrote um, a really... I always love it when he does find the time to write articles because I've gushed about it before, and I, I love Peter's articles. They've always got some humor thrown in there. A lot of... Uh, I learned things that I didn't know about games uh, by reading Peter's articles because he, he just really gets into the minutiae of, of these games. 
And, you know, he talks about uh, Tomb Raider's house, you know, with screenshots and tiny little captions. Um, you know, mostly color commentary, but little thing, you know, little things here and there to that you might not know about the game. And uh, he he put uh, he kept putting like these immature <laughs> little captions like where he'd show Laura's ass or he'd show, <laughs> so he'd show... yeah it's like okay <laughs> wait a second how did this juvenile pick get into this article <laughs> you know Jeez. so he's always get, doing you know nod nod wink wink got the raptors there and the yeah it's just a bunch of silly articles hey, I really, look, uh... it's Mr. Bones <laughs> wow get bone Dave yeah you got the get boned but no it's a it's it's pretty interesting it's pretty uh it's pretty interesting article it's basically just his like Mm -hmm. thoughts on on the on the various levels of the game as he progressed through it and the different areas of it because honestly like uh you know i'm i usually don't really play a lot of tomb raider so it's kind of cool to see his perspective on like playing it from the beginning when he was sort of younger and then playing it uh now you know yeah I really like how he did this. I like how he did it with a lot of screenshots and captions because then yeah. that kind of makes it more visual. <laughs> Especially, oh my, OMG, Peter, really? What are you, 14? <laughs> yes. Yes. But and I mean, it, I think I, I kind of like this sort of captures like, like what, like what we thought like younger and like, when, mm-hmm. when, like this was like the peak of, uh, the peak of like you know people growing up and like playing this as a young adolescence what we're like but i, I but we're not really we don't it's mostly just joking in nature so this looks it's just a lot, all sort of fun and games this character model looks a lot better on the on the on the saturn it's thicker please stop <laughs> on the playstation stop stop no but seriously um seriously uh yeah we, i we were all a little i think immature <laughs> when this game came out yeah but um oh what was I gonna say? Uh completely lost it. Never mind. <laughs> um yeah, check out Peter's article. It's it's fun. And uh you know, usually and I mean, you know, Peter always has a lot to say, but I just like the fact that uh that he included a bunch of screenshots so you can kind of visualize things as you're going through. He did that with the Congo article too, and I really liked that. Um but yeah, so I don't want to spoil it. You guys should definitely go check it out. It's probably like a fifteen minute read. Well worth it. It's really good though, and it really gives a good perspective on Tomb Raider from somebody that played it now versus then, and I, I really appreciate that. You can read it in the bathroom. Anyway, uh... <laughs> I'm commenting on that one. Damn it, Dave, we're gonna get blocked from YouTube. <laughs> it says this. This is not for kids. It says this video is not for kids. <laughs> it's NSFW. NSWF. So, um, layer section. I'm sorry. You know, I had to kind of redact. At first, when I was like reading through this, and I was like, uh, I saw this post, and it said layer section and galactic attack uh, Saturn tribute. The first thing I thought was, okay, well, the last Saturn tribute is. Uh, I, I sorry, I have to rewind because people who are listening are gonna be like, "What the hell is Dave talking about now?" Now, our next article is on layer section coming to multi multiple platforms from City Connection, same company who did uh, the cotton stuff, you know, the cotton uh, and guardian force tribute and a bunch of stuff. So, so essentially, I mean, I assume it's the same deal. It's like now that they've got this emulator situation going on, they can just, you know, throw whatever Saturn shmup on there. And, you know, I I suppose mess mess around with the settings to try to mitigate lag and then slap a slap it in a box and, you know, limit it run or whatever. Um, But essentially, 
when I was reading this, I was like, okay, so is it both games, layer section one and layer section two? That's what I really hope for. Because with Cotton, yeah. you had you had Cotton and you had Guardian Force, so it was kind of like a two-in-one package. Mm-hmm. Um, that would really, I think, give it a better value because if it's just the first game, no offense to the game, it's excellent. But it's not that expensive of a game if you buy the Japanese version, you know? So you could just actually buy the Saturn version um but if it's both games i think that would be phenomenal um, yeah that's what's confusing because it says layer section galactic attack but isn't that's the same galactic game attack th- the name for layer section yeah that's what it i'm is. confused about right so knight was telling me the way he read it, it or at least he thought one possibility is that it could just be it's going to release in japan or it, over in asia like as layer section and it will release in the u.s as galactic attack I don't know mm. why there's an and in there. It should just say or yeah, or like that's, slash. That's I can think of. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you were gonna say night. Yeah, I, I didn't mean it like that. I was saying it's going to be one package, and you as the user could pick which version you want. Yeah, but what's oh, the well, point? That makes sense. Just so you have a different title screen, you're saying like you, you pretty much. Yeah, exactly. There are there. I can't think of it, but there are a couple games that act like that. Okay, fine. I mean, I get that, but like. There's really no difference to the game other than that title screen. And maybe the difficulty might be, I, I, I can't speak to that. I don't know. I know a lot of Japanese uh, games on Saturn were actually easier because they weren't meant for the rental market. Whereas the U S like they try to like squeeze out as much of the, for, for like, you know, blockbuster or whatever, but yeah, I'm seeing some comments saying, why don't they call it Ray force? Yeah, like, it was Ray Force like on the PlayStation. It was Ray Force on the PlayStation. Yeah, so I mean, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that this is like a misprint, maybe like a, maybe like a typo on the website, and hopefully they will give us layer section one and two. That would be that would be awesome. But we'll that, see. That would be that would be Galactic Attack and uh, and Ray Storm, right? It would just be layer section one and two. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah it, for the West, layer, layer section two is Ray for, is Ray Storm, right? Ray Storm, yeah. But then, but it never got an it never got an English release, so there would be no English Saturn title screen. And this is an S tribute, so it is the Saturn tribute. Um, so I don't know speculation. It's all speculation right now. I can't. So none of t- take all of this with a grain of salt. We're not trying to like you know. This is just like pulling this stuff up. off the website. Yeah, we're pulling yeah. stuff off the website. We're speculating. We're trying to extrapolate and kind of figure out like what are they doing here? If they're literally just releasing layer section by itself, it's a great game. But I'm just think I'm just gonna keep playing it on my Saturn. Uh, I do have a Switch, and I've been like just. I've been just playing hours and hours of switch over the past week. Uh, so, and I've been really enjoying it. So uh, this is something I will probably pick up if it's both games, because that I think is worth it. Like if it's like 30 bucks, I'll, I'll pick it up. Um, and I I want to go ahead. I was gonna say one of the things I think is going to be interesting that, I mean, Nick pointed out input lag section, Yes. which I think that's kind of a good point. Like, I mean, obviously if they're going to release a shmup and they have that, I think it's going to be that fixed firmware they did for the, this, the cotton Saturn tribute. And I think that's why they right. are sort of mum on release like announcing anything yet besides like a little blurb. So I think they want to have that like for that and then do that. Right. So they uh they were able to slightly mitigate the the lag i guess they were able to bring it down because it was like egregious and then now it's like you know it's manageable but it's still the thing is it's like if you if you pair that with the wireless controller lag 
I, I just, I don't know. Like someone like Nick, for example, lo- like he's really all about like Darius and he loves Galactic Attack and stuff. So it, I know that I love Knights and I know that game like in my sleep. I know what it's supposed to feel like to my hands. So it's like if I play Knights with a retro bit controller or something like that, I I just immediately notice it just feels wrong. Even the, even the PS4 playing it, playing it on a modern console, you know, it, it just feels different to me. So for people that are casual gamers, I wonder if they're even going to buy this game because this is not really a casual type game. And for those people who are like really hardcore about Galactic Attack, I just fear that they're going to really notice the the lag unless they're really able to do something about it, you know? So it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea. We'll have to see. We will report on it as it comes down. It'll either be Pat or I, whoever happens to see it and report on it, but we will. Uh, and we'll let you guys know as as we get more information. Um, yeah, yeah. I was late getting this up one. on the site, I guess, you know, because I just I was just uh, probably sleeping too much trying to <laughs> that or playing Nintendo Switch. But <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we've been really busy recently. Yeah, we have. Uh, and uh, it's been and, kind of busy. Yeah, been been busy, but uh, you know, doing the best we can, trying to trying to you know do what we can, and then you know we'll we'll come into more time. And then we'll be like gangbusters, you know, getting articles and doing all sorts of stuff. But yeah, this is kind of a and slow videos. time for us. Yeah. So thank you for bearing with us as, as we do. I've, I'll be honest with you. I thought I'd be playing Metroid Dread this week, but my son, Jesse, he wanted to, all he's wanted to do is play Zelda Breath of the Wild. So that's fine with me. It's a great game. Um, so I've just been spending the, this past week just like letting him experience Breath of the Wild. Uh, for the just, first just, time, just be, it's like you're just hogging up. So it's it's like mom, dad's hogging up the switch again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he he likes watching me play probably more than playing it himself because it it can be tough. You know, the until you really get the you know until you really get the combat, it can be pretty tough. You die a lot. <laughs> Whereas yeah. like Pokemon Sword, he, he, he could just he could just fly through Pokemon Sword. And, and, uh, but yeah, with, with Breath of the Wild, it's like he likes to do certain things. He likes to catch horses and stuff, but he's like, you do the combat. <laughs> anyway. Well, if you ever want to find a way to play, uh, this, the Metroid Dread on the PC, uh, let me know. On the PC? Yeah. I haven't, yeah. Got, I haven't really gotten into the whole, I'm sure, I know, I, I know Switch is like emulatable, uh, but I haven't gotten into that. Yeah. I, I, I doubt, I, I doubt that I even have, a good enough pc for it like what i'm using right now is basically my pc and it's a it's a uh coffee lake uh it's the core i7 8th gen you know and it's got a 1060 in it so it's not great you know but it's good enough for the stream you know i think that might be decent enough i don't know i haven't looked into it anyway anyway um have you so you we talked about sports games last week because peter posted about uh the baseball game you know and and you know you're you make no apologies you're not really a big sports game at least traditional sports but i was curious about this one because it's got the anime aesthetic and is this the same artist that did the jojo stuff jojo's bizarre adventure no that's that's not a hirohiko rocky okay it's not because it looks kind of similar to me then to the uninitiated eye which that's me. Uh, it it kind of looks somewhat similar, but I guess I could just be let confusing. Me, let me look that up real quick and see, and see who did the the manga for it, because it might be somebody. So it's by Takahiko Ioi. He did uh, Slam Dunk, Vegabond, and Real. 
Oh, okay. But I don't know any of those. Well, it's maybe it's just inspired or has like a say, it's got a got a uh, parallel visual style, you know. Um very serious facial expressions and stuff like that, you know. And and yes, and a lot real. of like stark black using like solid black for sha- shadows instead of like mm-hmm. colors. I noticed that with the with the JoJo's stuff. But um this game, I have not played this game. Uh but it looks awesome. And I actually looked at some video of it and I was like, this this reminds me of like Slam and Jam, uh Crystal Dynamics like Slam and Jam 95, yeah. kind of the the perspective and stuff, but it's got like anime characters and like all this sprite work. It actually looks like a lot of fun. So I'm thinking I'm gonna take this for a spin. Yeah, it looked pretty fun. I was watching the video online as well well for it and it looked uh yeah. looked interesting. It had like anime cutscenes and stuff for it, and it's very very beautifully laid out and uh kind of reminds me a little bit of uh so the NBA games we have nowadays, I guess. It's less arcadey, of course. Right. It's not gonna be like fast and like like NBA jam, but Right. I like the I like the fact that this is like a high school gymnasium and you've got in the background there you've got like the 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 stage where you'd have like a you know a, an assembly like a school assembly yeah. you know um we we I remember those in high school where you know we would elect the class president or something like that and um I yeah, played in I played I in a band the, I had mine in the basketball court as well weirdly Did you? enough Yeah 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 yeah, that was fun. So it's it's cool. I I I really like the the look of this. I cannot, uh, I couldn't lie and say that I've played it, but I'm definitely going to play it and let you guys know what I think. And who knows? Yeah. Um. When we when we do, and we will, I promise. Uh. It's it's coming down the pike. We're going to do a sports uh sports games episode. Um. And it not alternative sports because I think we've done that before. But I want I really want to do yeah. like a you know real sports at where we all pick like our favorite traditional sports game on the Saturn and we talk about it. And I think this might could make it in as like a what do we obscure call it game. the obscure game of the cast? Yeah, because it's pretty obscure. Yeah, honestly, I kind of want to do an anime anime games episode too. That would That'd be, be cool. kind of a fun one. That would be cool. Yeah. Just like, like, just talk about anime games that have anime based off them or vice versa. Right. Yeah. No, I like that idea. We'd obviously talk about Initial D. <laughs> we yeah, because we have Initial it. D. We, we got have, uh, we Utena. have uh, Match Night Rareth. Yeah. Uh, Utena. Utena. Um, uh, Slam Dunk. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, all the Gundam games, of course. Right. Um, the Gundam I, games. I think Slayers. Slayers right. is also another one. Uh, Digimon. Oh, there is a Digimon game. It's really, um, I had a hard time getting into that one because it's so early, you know, like it's, uh, but yeah, no, there's actually a Digimon game on the Saturn. That's crazy. Oh, and I forgot there's five Evangelion games for the Saturn too. Yes, there I completely are. I forgot about that. Yeah. So there are a ton of anime games. And so that's not I think... even, that's just scratching the surface. I think there's other anime games too that I'm not thinking about right now, but. Um, exactly. Yeah. Let us know what anime games do we leave off the list that you want to see us cover. I mean, and you know, like Soccer Wars, they had an anime about it, but that's after yeah. the fact. It's so kind it's of vice versa. Vice ver- yeah, it's like instead of a game inspired by the anime, uh, it's the opposite. But but yeah, no, that would be cool to do. That would be cool to do like an anime. Put it on this. Put it on the calendar. We'll do it. Um, and then done. I'll put it in the I'll put in the channel. I'll run it through people. Oh, and Lupin, I completely oh, forgot right. about that. The Lu- one we yeah, Lupin. Just covered. Is there there isn't a Conan game though, there's... right? No, no, that's only on PS One. Sadly, like DS and P- yeah, there's like 
there were Conan games later. It wasn't there were like GBA, DS. There's a, there's a Wii one that actually got localized that I have. That one's the only one that got localized in the US, and it's actually pretty fun. I liked it. Cool. Yeah, I, I said Gundam. I said the Gundam games. Uh, yeah, right. Shadow Mask. Gundam games, Evangelion. Dragon um, Ball Z, we forgot about that one. Dragon Ball Z. See, now that now I'm starting to think. Uh, I'm, I gotta go look at the comments, see what people are saying. But yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of really, a lot, a lot of anime games. I think I'm gonna put in the chat, and, and that way we'll have a bun- we'll be able to weeb out on oh, the cast, and I'll have reason to watch stuff. There's a, uh, there is a series of baseball games based on, uh, like, a based on like a shonen baseball series you know manga series we, yeah, we're, we're counting manga point. right we're count we, we, we would we count games that are based on like manga yeah manga and anime that's fine okay because technically a lot of those anime games are based off of manga anyways so yeah that's a good so, idea yeah, yeah i think it's pretty good oh yeah nimpin minmaru that's also based off of an anime as true. well and a manga true and uh an Enix game too. Well, Tam Tam, but Enix yeah. published game. That's a interesting. I think that's the only Enix game on on the Saturn. Correct me yeah, if I'm also wrong. Also, we should definitely have Sam on for that one because he's big into Gundam, and I know we'd he'd probably hit us and he'd kill us if we don't cover the Gundam games on there for anime casts. Absolutely. So there's Absolutely. there's definitely a lot of options. I'm checking right here. I'm just seeing Saturn anime games. But I don't know. Actually, now I'm thinking about. It. I wonder if there's any any Saturn games based off a of hentai. Is what I'm thinking now. Oh, Retro Gaming Roundtable did. Okay, so we got three X or three times three eyes. Bakuretsu Hunter, Bakuretsu Hunter R, Ishujo Senshi. Oh, Sailor Moon. Okay, so you got Sailor Moon. Oh yeah, the Sailor Moon games. I forgot about Blue, that. Blue Seed. Oh, Bokan Toipatsu, the the shooter. That's based on the the oh, Yatterman. Oh, how did I forget yeah, about Yatterman. that? That's the Yatterman. Oh one. my I'm god, this idiot. this would be like a really long cast. Crow's Battle Action was based on anime. Uh, of course, you you did say Digimon, Doraemon. What about Doraemon? Uh, I don't you, know Doraemon. You don't oh, know Doraemon. 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 That's Doraemon. I forgot about that. Yeah, Doraemon. I forgot that they had Dor- games on there. Doraemon. I call it Doraemon. But anyway, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Let's see, Elf Okaru. Monotachi, I don't know that one. Um, Gaku no Koai Uwasa, I don't know that one either. Yeah, there's there's a lot of oh Hokuto no Ken ones. Hokuto no Ken, you know that one? Oh, oh, oh no, that's not Fist of the North Star, is it? No, that's I, not Fist of the North Star. Initial D. Let's see here. You said that one. Uh, let's see here. Lupin, all the Lupin games. Macross. Oh, yeah, Macross, Rare, I forgot yep. about that. AKA uh AKA um uh Robotech if you yeah. liked getting screwed by uh Harmony Gold. Metal Fighter Metal Fighter Miku and Ninpen Manmaru, like you said. Yeah, Ninku. Uh Ninku, that's the game with uh it's like hand drawn, it's like a fighting game, like with hand drawn graphics. Oh. That one looks pretty cool. Check that out. N-I-N-K-U. Ninku Tsuyokina Yatsura no Daigekitotsu. Um, let me see here. SD Gundam, of course, we mentioned. Oh, so many Evangelion games. Utena, Slam Dunk. There's SD Gundams on there? 
SD Gundam G Century S. Um, I thought it was only the the uh, the the three Gundam games, the uh, no, Momosu Gundam ones, where there's you there's an SD Gundam drive around. Yeah, no, Slam Dunk or Slayer's Royal. Yeah, you mentioned Slayer. There's two Super Robot oh, yeah. Tyson. Super Robot Tyson. Oh, yeah. does, does Super Robot Wars count? Because I don't know if that counts. Does it not? There's two of those here. I don't know. Maybe not. I, Tenshi- I mean, I count the thing is that it's not technically based off an anime. It has anime characters that are in it, so that's why I'm confused. The problem is like some of these games are not games some of these get like that's what i noticed with uh with with uh well what's the one we just covered uh lupon like those other yeah. games like the one that peter played i think those were just kind of like um i think it was just like media relating to the game rather than or media relating to the franchise and the series rather than an actual game which is why um the 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 pyramid game is really like the game to play if you're going to play a lupon game because um, yeah, man, there's a lot of Tenchi Muyo, like five Tenchi, oh, yeah, Tenchi Muyo, Muyo title, titles, yeah. And then a bunch of other stuff that kind of is borderline, uh, but not really. Yeah, so, we wouldn't say Toki Meki more. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch the point of stuff. Is there's a though. lot of anime games, and we'd probably have to do multiple parts. We would have to. We would really to have to them. boil it down to like the the best the best like 10 or i don't know if we really want to be able to talk about individual games we'd have to probably do like I'd five have to, like, the best of, like the like the best the top five anime games on saturn maybe each of us just pick pick our favorite and run with that and you know i'm gonna go initial I, I feel like kind of fun <laughs> yeah. you'd be able to do initial d i would yeah. do machinate ray earth unless right. the other guys want that one in that case i'll pick another one because like yeah yeah i can name a bunch off the top of my head the lupon one yeah and, you know the uh you know the uh Magnite Ray Earth, the Gundam ones. Yeah. Speaking of anime, have you played um have you played that those Dark Hunter games? I have not. I don't they're, even know anything about them. They're check them out. They're completely in English. So what they are is they're English training games. So so the game is completely in English and they're for Japanese people to learn English, right? Huh. Um but it's basically like watching an anime, you know? and uh Interesting. yeah so check out dark hunter um i think you will be interested in those and i mean you can just pop them on your ode i'll um, check it out i'd be down i'd be down to play that a lot i want to play <laughs> games that are good and then and then but also no, you know uh, i you know being eclectic uh in terms of game genres i love you know traditional sports games as well as and there's quite a few on on the on the saturn that i think are worth people's time worth worth playing so i'd love to do a sports cast as well and have uh yeah be able to maybe you can pick something like this something that's animated (laughs) real good uh but there's actually one thing i did want to talk to you about before we headed out is sure uh, yeah there's kind of an interesting debate we had, and I'd like to hear your your voice on this. So, okay, uh, they they announced that uh, I guess they just recently announced the Toki Meki Memorial Heart fan throb. translation on the SNES. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Heartthrob. And I guess that yeah, they decided to re- localize the name of it and just name it Heartthrob, Heartthrob Memorial, Memorial. Uh, and give it a subtitle. And the thing about it is that I th- I'm conflicted on it because I get why they changed it. But also, like, it also changes the weird, like, it's, like, one of those things where they can and can't, because it's, like, it's a name that everybody knows. Like, if you say Tokyo Meki Memorial, you know exactly what you're talking about. If you say Heartthrob Memorial, you're not sure that could be anything, you know? 
So you want to know? Is... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I guess my thing is, I just want to know, like, what where people lie. Where it's like, do you, would you rather have a name that's that's more noticeable, or do you want that localized name? Because I think, in my opinion, to at least to avoid confusion, I would just ha rather have it keep as Tokyo Meki Memorial and, and refer it to that. Not because not because I'm a weeb. This isn't like a like a oh you should call it Boku no Pico Academia because it's it's what it's a original title. No, it's because that's what people know it as. Like like because like My Hero Academia, you know exactly what that is. But you say Boku no Hero Academia, no one knows what you're talking about. Right. It's like what is that? And it's like oh. That's the Japanese name for it, and it's like a whole thing. I would just well, like to point out that you called it Boku no Pico Academia. Did I say Boku no Pico Academia? <laughs> yes, you did. Wow. All right, Boku no, Boku no Hero Academia. I'm sorry. Okay, Boku so, no Hero Academia. So, sorry, that was a joke I used to say. Back on topic, I have absolutely no idea what Tokameki Memorial is, but I'm pretty sure, based on the title, that Heartthrob Memorial is some form of visual novel. Yeah, it is. The thing is that it's just the okay. the name of the the fandom that that's inside of that that knows about the game. They're gonna keep calling Tokimeki Mura because that's what it's called for the people that know the game series. And my thing is like I don't really like I just don't like I don't know. It's just kind of weird to change the name like that and make it a bit confusing for people. Like I'm not like saying oh they shouldn't shouldn't have done that and like they need to like destroy it from doing. It. It's like no. I just think that, you know, if it's a title's a title and you have a fandom that goes by it, just stick with the name and not mess with it to confuse people. Yeah. So that's that's just where I lay on it. Like I know it's really a petty thing to talk about. It's but, tough. Like I would say but, I would yeah. just say that uh that would I would not want to be the one to have to make that decision. Because <laughs> I am kind of with you where I can see both sides of it. I don't think that it's a clear cut answer. I mean it was kinda of like with Linkle Liver. Some people were saying, "Oh, you know, when they, you know, when they, when they translated it, they should have made it Wrinkle River because it, because it's like everyone knows that it was just a, you know, a miss, a mistranslation." And um, I was like, "Yeah, but I mean, they kept it that way on the title screen, so it'd be really weird if if the manual said Wrinkle River, but then the title screen said Linkle Liver." I was just like, "Leave it," you know. I don't know. I, I I guess I would probably go Tokomeki Memorial because, like you said, in the collective conscious, people know that. I think most people know that. And uh, but if you are if you are committed to like localizing the entire thing, and that's you know you're you're gonna make that a priority, then you probably have to, you probably have to localize the yeah. the title as well. I don't know. And it, it doesn't make sense the... to me to stop the translation at the title screen. What do you mean? I mean, like, uh, if you translated all the text in the game to make it make sense... Why would you stop yeah. at the title uh, screen? And you have this long, awkward, visual novel-style title for the name of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, only only the weeb fandom is going to know to play the game because what what the heck is Tokameki? Right, right, right. Well, that's just the thing, though, is that just the name of the game. I mean, we obviously know some Japanese... And the thing is, I'm not saying get rid of the subtitle. You can keep the whatever he wants with the subtitle, just like Tokimeki Memorial, just because that's the name of the game series. Like like Soccer Wars, I could see that because it's Soccer Wars. Or like, um, it's like Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, you're not going to call it Poltergeist Reporters, it's Yu Yu Hakusho. And people have changed it to the Poltergeist Reporters, or, but it's just straight up Yu Yu Hakusho, or... Something of that nature, because there's a bunch of shows that have the Japanese name in it still, like uh, Tenshi Muyo, you know, Yu Hakusho. It's mm. there in the title, right? 
but, right, uh, but it, yeah. So, so if it's if it's short enough, where you, and and it's a character's name, uh, it kind of makes some form of sense to keep it as a form of branding because they have trademarks and logos associated with yeah. the romanization of it. Uh, but Symphony the Night is Symphony the Night North America for good reason. Yeah, because that's what the name, and that's the name that everyone knows it by. So I'm not going to call it Nocturne in the Moonlight every time I say it. I'm going to say simply because everybody knows that. Like, like, so my logic isn't like it's it's the original artist's intention. That's not even like in my consideration. It's just like what people know it by. Like, like, like if it's artist's intention, I'd want to call it Nocturne in the Moonlight, but that's dumb because that's not what people know it by. It's known as Tokimeki, uh, known as Simply the Night, straight up. So, like, when you say Symphony Night, there's no confusion. You know you're talking about the the Castlevania after Rondo of Blood that was on the PlayStation Saturn. Mm-hmm. When you say Heartthrob Memorial, you don't know which one, they're, what they're even talking about or what game it is, unless you know the context of... Maybe and we I'm should saying, just... Like, if it catches on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like, if anybody asks you, do you know Heartthrob on Sega Saturn, then everybody's uh, fucking asks you, what the hell are you talking about? But if, if you ask... Do you know Tokimeki on Saturn? You might get a straight answer. Why don't you because... just do a poll? Yeah. You know, put, yeah. put up a poll and see what people say, you know? That's what I would do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying that few people would try the patch. I'm just saying that <laughs> I think people would still play the patch. I'm just saying just for confusion's sake and just to keep with what everyone knows. Because, like, all the videos on Tokimeki, it's not Heartthrob Academy. It's Tokimeki Memorial. Like, that's what they're calling it. Like, and honestly, I should do a poll on that. I think that'd be a good idea. I know yeah, it's sort of so, ranty, and it's like it's like a who freaking cares, Patrick. It's a, it's just something that like it just to me it's kind of like eh. But I'm not saying oh he needs to retract it and play in the Japanese and just like just stop doing no. Just like I don't know, it's just a dumb little little nitpick. Like if it's mm-hmm. if he if he's dead silent, I it's fine. I'm not gonna cry about it. So, so the thing is, I could figure out what the game's about from the English title. Yeah. But I have no idea what a Tokimeki memorial is supposed to be outside of that. Uh, and the, the, the argument in that direction is essentially people that already know about the game are going to be able to know about the game, which feels basically circular. Uh, if the goal is to get more people to play it in English, you, you should have something approaching an English understanding based off of the title. Hmm. What 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 web what, yeah. what uh, web page only has like the the plain text of the title? Which web page doesn't always have like a thumbnail? And if you see that thumbnail, you immediately know oh it has this weird Japanese name and there's a lot of anime girls, so it's probably probably a visual novel. Nobody's not gonna know what it is. Except for the people that aren't seeing it on a web page. If people are just talking about it, like on Discord in a forum or something, and they're just mentioning Tokimeki Memorial, they're, they're not going to know what it is unless they put in the extra effort to search for it. Or if you're just on, like, ROM hacking, and all you're seeing is a list of titles, and you, you're, you're scrolling through and you see Tokimeki, I don't know what it is, I'm going to keep going, oh, there's a Dracula at least looks kind of close to Symphony of the Night. Let me look at that. Well, I, I honestly, guys, I, we will have to continue this conversation in our Discord. Or, may, are you streaming a game, Pat? Yeah, I'm gonna play something. You play something? I'm, I'm okay, you guys can argue uh... about this during Pat's stream because I gotta roll credits and bounce. 
Uh, yeah, but, we'll do the, the, the Patreon guys first for you. Yeah, we got. We, let's thank our patrons. Put a pin in it. Keep your keep that thought because you guys can talk about it during Pat's uh, stream. And I promise oh, I won't end the stream this time that, prematurely. Th this conversation is not over. <laughs> if you guys want to hear me rant and, and argue, because honestly, honestly, <laughs> I, I kind of respect Danthrax's opinion on it. Right. But I don't. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Opinion. I would like to hear what he says though, and like you know maybe like I said, it's not even like a it's a correct thing like if it's like what the heck is going on it's not showing the pledges okay sorry it's discord is at, uh patreon's acting where you me like one okay there we go all right so anyways before we rant on about names and stuff uh like i said we'll, we'll continue so dan it's gonna be an argument uh so before we go we'd like to thank our patreon subscribers uh emerald nova johannes fetz mm -hmm. blue moon 95 derek aka team momphis newt rageous thank you again mr newt newt uh tanuki trev and young may Swee. if you guys want to be call called out on the podcast and be named well not called out like if you want your name called out on the podcast uh if you back us uh, back us at the 10 plus level up you're able to have your name shout out on here and if you get 20 you can actually be a quarterly guest on the podcast which we owe emerald nova maybe would be you'd be down for talking some an anime games emerald um, I mean, do. I don't know anything. Like, I'm, I'm not. We, I'm not even close to weeaboo enough to even consider myself a weeaboo, let alone know anything about anime games. Right. I think the only anime game I, I, I've actually tried on Saturn would be uh, Girlfriend of Steel on PC. Mm. Uh, but I mean, we could talk about RPG stuff, but that's kind of off-brand for the Saturn, at least for this language. Mm. We'll figure something out. We'll, we'll figure something out. We'll get you on. Solid five-hour uh, stream of TS lore. I'm down for that. Gotcha. I'll get some. I'll get some more. Uh, get some more uh, caffeinated beverages for that. But uh, anyways, if you guys want to support us, support us on Patreon. You can do that. It's all great and help us out. Uh, if you want to support us financially, but don't want to back us on Patreon, you can check us out on our Threadless store, Sega Sound Shiro. We have some awesome shirts. Dave's made some amazing designs. Uh, those are great, and those help us out a lot, especially with the hosting cost. Mm -hmm. And of course, you don't want, and if you can't support us financially, you can also uh, like, subscribe, comment, uh, give us likes. There's only 15 likes in 21 of you, so mm -hmm. let's get those likes up, please. Or like that a lot. Thank you. I like, get it. Like. But anyways, uh, like, subscribe, ring the bell, be notified of all the streams. And yeah, uh, and of course, give us good reviews on anything that we have our podcast on, so... Uh, we'd really appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, but I think that's it. Um, I'm going to get the stream ready, and I will. Uh, what are you playing? Just so people know. Oh, I'm playing the. I'm playing that basketball game. The. Oh, okay. Uh, Slam dunk. I'm gonna go play that one. Slam dunk. So I from TV I animation. Yeah, but TV animation Slam Dunk, whatever the the full title is. It's pretty long. It's kind of. Bit needlessly long, probably should not have. Nice. It long, okay. Well, yeah. Stick around if you want to see. Stick around if you want to see Pat uh, play some slam dunk. And, and then rant, uh, of course. And rant. I gotta about the title. There's of... gonna be some rantings on names. It's gonna be whole whole debate, but it's gonna be fun. It's not gonna be any hatred. You know, it's gonna be all yeah. fun and games, respecting opinions. Of course, everyone's opinions are important and no one shall be shamed mm -hmm. unless I decide to shame you for it. So, right. and then you're just, that's that it. never that's happens online is. or in these communities. <laughs> and until next time, shaming. 
the Saturn Dave and Trainoco reminding you to play your Sega Saturn and peace out. Play the Saturn, please. Yes.